Hello, welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be dealing with a new feature on the Amazon Echo line of devices that has just come out in the last, uh, probably the last two months or so, and that is the new Care Hub feature, which is designed for those that would either want to provide assistance or uh, caregiving to a family member, a loved one, uh, perhaps an elderly family member. And conversely, how that is configured and utilized both by the caregiver and the person receiving uh, assistance. But before we get into that in any kind of detail and what kind of features are available through that, we're going to go to a brief message about our podcast and then we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the New Vision Program at Goodwill. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in Southwest Virginia. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission services help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Well, hello again and welcome back to the Echo Tips podcast. As we mentioned earlier, we're going to be discussing the topic of the new Care Hub feature on the Amazon Echo line of devices. This is, uh, to outline briefly, uh, a feature that's been designed to help uh, people, uh, caregivers, and those needing assistance to receive that assistance. You might think of a family member, a loved one, and in my uh, particular uh, experience with this skill or this feature set, I used it with my, uh, my mother, a family member, to just kind of get a feel for how it works so I could explain it to you all. So a pretty neat little feature. So uh, by the way, I am going to be using the A-Lady name quite a bit. Unfortunately, this, uh, this discussion doesn't really lend itself very well to a demonstration. Of course, nothing really jumped out at me that I could show you the Echo responding to. But I thought I would just give you a real quick breakdown, if I could, of the feature set of this. But I am going to use the A-Lady name a lot, so you might want to uh, mute the ears of your Echo if it's in range. If you're listening on that device, you should be just fine. Okay, so to get started, uh, you can find this feature by going to the Alexa app, not the Alexa web portal, alexa.amazon.com, but instead the Alexa app. I think you're going to have to do that most likely on a smartphone or a tablet because some of the telecom features, the telephoning features, are only accessible there, and hence I think that's why you need to do it with the Care Hub enabling through that. So you'll open up your app, you'll go to the lines in the bottom right corner or the more button, you'll tap that. That'll bring up your menu where you have all these different options like reminders and uh, alarms and everything. You're going to go to settings and then from settings you're going to scroll down your list to care hub. It's going to be past I think communication and weather and all these different uh, global options that you can configure. You're going to go to care hub. Now, once you pop up CareHub, now I think on some Android devices you might need to hit the See More button before the CareHub is exposed, but tap on CareHub. Now, once you've opened that window, it's going to give you a breakdown of the basic CareHub features. So first, let me give you a crash course in that. 
What this really enables is a unique ability to monitor the history of somebody you're pro uh, providing assistance to. So maybe you're worried about them uh, falling or something like that, and and uh, or maybe you want to provide assistance to them in the morning, maybe remind them to take their medication or the like, in some sort of caregiving situation, um, or just for peace of mind, know that they're up and going. It allows you to get a history of their activity, and it has a wonderful privacy filter function on that as well. We'll talk about that as well. So it won't feel like an invasion of privacy to your family member or the like. Another unique feature is it allows you to have alerts and prompts on that. In other words, uh, did mom get up this morning? Is she functioning? Uh, when did she, you know, that kind of thing. So that'll give you additional. So those are totally brand new and only available through the Care Hub. Additional features that it will enable along with it are mostly related to kind of uh, telephone style features like uh, the drop-in which is kind of like an intercom feature can automatically be enabled. Uh, the calling of say mom, in this case I set it up with my mother, and then also messaging as well. Okay, so once you're on this page, how do you enable it? Well, uh, you'll have buttons on your Care Hub page that say, one, are you a person wanting to provide care, caregiving assistance? Two, are you a person requesting assistance? So depending on your situation or either end of the relationship, the person can start the process. Now, if I was to hit, I'm a caregiver, and I, want to, I would then be prompted to send an email Give, type in the email address of the person I'm providing care for and their name, and they'll be sent an email. And that will begin the process on their end and allow us to establish this connection between our, our Echo accounts, our Amazon accounts. Conversely, if they were on the other end and hit, I'm somebody seeking assistance, they could type in my name, my mother, and then my email address, and I would get a similar prompt on my end. Now, once I uh, was to get the response as the the recipient on the other end, I have to jump through a few more steps and authorize basically uh, these features. Now, I wasn't able to see what my mother saw on her end, but I would imagine it, it allowed her to either enable or disable drop-in calling and uh, some of that functionality. But she turned it all on so that I could I could figure out how it works for the sake of this this program. Now, on my end, once I received that she noticed that she had approved the thing, I was prompted to enter what's called a profile code, such that um, I think the idea is to protect privacy, just so anybody can't pick up my phone and see, uh, you know, uh, what my mother was doing or something like that at home. Uh, although that's very, it's very limited anyway, and and uh, so that that's the profile code I had to set up. All right, so apart from that, uh, those are the basics of how you set it up and get it going. Now, let me highlight some of the bits about privacy. So once you got it up and running, you can go right back to CareHub. You get it to the same place. You go to Settings and then CareHub. I find that a little convoluted. It would be nice that once the feature was enabled, you had an easy way to just tap on a button inside your app to get the features. Additionally, at this time, it looks like all the core functionality, at least deriving the activity of your family member, has to be deciphered by going into the app. There's no way to verbally query your Echo to say, hey, did mom get up this morning? Hey, when did mom get going this morning? Or something like that. Okay, so inside the app, you're going to see the activity of the family member you're providing assistance to. 
And it's be- they, they did a lot of work with the privacy. I'm very proud of them, Amazon. They did a great job with that because what it does is on an Echo, you can imagine you can do a lot of things, a lot of music, a lot of videos, a lot of other things, calendar stuff. But it just generic, it creates a generic kind of label for it so that I can know Mother was up and she was playing music, but I won't necessarily know what music she was playing. Or she was playing videos, but I won't necessarily know what videos she was playing, right? Or she was using smart home devices, but I don't necessarily know what she... So it just gives me a timestamp, the generic label for the activity, and that can give me just peace of mind to know that mom's up and going today, and she got going maybe 30 minutes ago, and I'll give her another, you know, 30 minutes, and I'll call her and see how she's doing this morning, something like that. Now, additionally there, you have an alerts option once you go into the Care Hub again. And this is pretty snazzy. You can set it so you, you get a notice on your phone, on your uh, Alexa app, if, say, your mother wasn't going or your family member providing assistance wasn't going between 6 in the morning and 12 noon, hadn't done anything. That might be a sign that something's wrong or that you need to check in with them. So it could send you a prompt. Additionally, you can also set a switch there on the alert section that the very first thing they do, you get a prompt. Uh, so, you know, they start get going at 7 in the morning, you get a ding. They start getting going at 10.30 in the morning, you get a ding. Uh, whatever that case may be. Uh, so that might also help with peace of mind, but it also might help you um, schedule things. Okay, mom's been up for an hour, I'm going to call her now, make sure she, she took her pills or something like that. So that might give you uh, additional feedback. Now, apart from that, inside the Care Hub, you're going to see other features that were dragged along into it, kind of like a, a, uh, a grocery list of features that could be enabled apart from Care Hub, but are kind of brought in. And those are mainly dealing with some sort of telecommunication. So the drop-in feature, my mother had authorized, so I could just drop in on her Echo in the kitchen. Uh, I could call her. I could also messenger. And the other unique feature, which I left out of all of this, that is kind of unique, is that it also set me up on her Echo when we created this relationship as her emergency contact. So if she says, uh, a lady, call for help, boom, it, it prompts and calls me. It sends a message to my, my, uh, my smartphone with the a lady app on it, and I get a notification. So that's, that's pretty snazzy, too. So in the days and months ahead, I imagine this feature will evolve and grow and maybe have some new features. Maybe it'll become, for now, it's a free feature, but maybe you'll even have some paid-for level tiers. Now let me mention some limitations real quick um, that I delved into the FAQ. Now if you need to find out more information, by all means, Google uh, Alexa Care Hub and then FAQ or uh, Google uh, uh, Alexa Care Hub. Uh, I think setup page. There is a setup page where you can print off, I think, a PDF off Amazon's website so you could give that to your family members so they know how to set it up. Or conversely, uh, the FAQ, of course, is going to give you a crash course on some of the commonly asked questions. And in this case, it's the limitations of the program I'm going to address. Well, one of the limitations is that even if you delete the Care Hub and you stop using the Care Hub, the telecom style features such as drop-in and calling and emergency contacts on their device, if you were set up as an emergency contact, would persist. So that when you delete the Care Hub, it doesn't necessarily delete those or change those at this time. You would need to go in there and separately 
modify those. The other additional uh, limitation, which I think is a fairly large one and hopefully they'll fix, is that it only allows you to provide uh, assistance as a caregiver for one other family member and no more than that. So let's say you wanted to support your mother-in-law and your mother or something like that. You couldn't do that at this time. The only thing I can think of that might be a potential hack for this to make it work is if you and your wife were to, say, use the household feature inside the A-Lady app where you have two different separate Amazon accounts and you can switch back and forth on your Echoes and then each one of you separately uh, could possibly operate as a caregiver um, to, to another family member. So that might be... Um, a workaround for right now for that. But at this time, you can only support one family member. Okay, so that's your crash course on the Care Hub from Amazon. And it's pretty snazzy, pretty cool, interesting. It's a wonderful first step. I love the thoughtfulness about privacy. I love the simplicity of the process, being able to initiate it from either end. And I feel like Amazon really uh, put their best foot forward, starting to get these kind of features rolling. Okay, well that's it for me, uh, David Ward with the New Vision program at Goodwill. It's time to turn the ears back on your Amazon Echoes and start practicing some of the many things that you've learned. And we thank you for listening. Thanks, Dave. In conclusion, let me tell you a thing or two. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys and it is also made possible in part by a grant from Community Foundation serving Western Virginia. And there's more. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in southwest Virginia. For more information check out our website at goodwillvalleys.com slash newvision with no spaces. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a non-profit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission programs help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Thanks for listening.